0: Yo, yo! What's
1: going on, everybody? your boy, Ja. It's your boy, Evy. It's another week of the Jurassic Pod. Um, first we can start off with the season twenty. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> let me get to it. though. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not sure how this is structured. Um. Like I gotta look way more into this shit or whatever, but um, it's already started.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see.
1: The only ones with wins so far in East Group A, Indiana's got one win. Um, East Group B, Miami and Milwaukee got both uh, wins, uh, one each. Um, in Group C, Brooklyn's got one. Uh, that's the same group the Raptors are in. Um, they haven't
0: played
1: a yeah, they haven't played a game for uh yet, yet. But um let me see in the Western Conference West Group A, uh Portland's <laughs> Portland's got one, Memphis um lost one, um nobody else in that group has played. Denver's got one, Dallas lost one, uh in group B, Group C, the Warriors got one and the Thunder lost. Um there's I don't know. Have you seen the courts for them? They look crazy. Um, yeah, definitely a different look. Uh, I, <laughs> like, I don't think the NBA has ever done anything like that when it comes to their
0: courts. Yeah. Like
1: that. I like the trophies that they have. Um, like it's kind of reminiscent of like what they used to do for the finals when they had the big ass Larry O'Brien Trophy in the middle of the court. They just got the N.S.P.'s and Perney trophies as the um, as the logo for the for the paint. For um, so it's actually you know. It's gonna be interesting to see if this is successful. Like if if teams are playing hard for these and shit like that. Um, I think one of the games that I did watch was the uh, the one with the I believe it was the Warriors versus
0: Thunder. Am I right? Yeah, Warriors versus Thunder.
1: At court, looked it just it was different. It was different to watch the game. Um, like the the Thunder didn't have a shy that game. So it wasn't played to the best that it could have been played, but yeah, you know, it's it's it, you can definitely see a little bit more energy, or just the game feels a little different. Maybe just as, just because the aesthetics and shit like that. I don't know. I can't tell yet. I haven't seen enough of these games to see if players are actually taking it serious, and there's still way more of them to play. Um, I don't know. Like, you have any thoughts on it? Like, what do you do? You think this shit is gonna work? Like, the the whole motivation for this. I was like, um, I think, like, I saw a clip of this on. It's one of the, I think it
0: was first take. I could be wrong though.
1: But um, they were talking about the Brian Windhorst was talking about, uh, what the in season tournament was about. Um, uh, pretty much saying, it's a contract year, uh, for the NBA for the like they're trying to negotiate a new TV deal, and this is one of those things where like they knew one of the biggest uh, setbacks for the NBA was players taking the regular season serious, especially around this time,
0: which is true.
1: Like we like, you know, a lot of people speak on this, especially fans. Like everybody notices the difference. Like, you know, the, the, even the reason why we say, yo, Jimmy Butler is a different man in the playoffs, (laughs) because, you know, sometimes the regular season isn't taken as serious, as serious as the playoffs are. And, It's a reflection on the product itself, right? Like, okay, if they're playing 82 games that don't mean nothing to, like, half of these majors, especially, like, the Stars, what is the point of watching some of these games, right? Mind you, last year, they had some of the biggest, you know, TV ratings that they've had in a long time. Attendance was through the roof, through arenas around the NBA. Like, so the attention is there. Now it's a matter of, like, okay, can we get these guys to, you know, Prove to these fans like why you're out there watching, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like yo, like let's actually do this shit. Like, and for the most part, I've seen guys who've been injured throughout the years, um, actually trying to be out there on the floor. Like clearly, you know, there's still some people taking rest because that's never not been there, but because of, like, lingering injuries or just making sure, like, they're 100% right and stuff like that? Because, again, it is the beginning of the season, but that is the excuse that we make for some of these guys not playing well. Like, I don't know. What do you think? Um,
0: no, I like the in-season tournament. I feel like I watched a uh, couple games. I watched the the Denver Nuggets game the other day. I was seeing Jokic play pretty, like, pretty like, nice. Like, he was actually showing emotion after getting, like, a, hitting a buzzer reader. Um, and I, 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 after literally seeing the bus I just remembered that there's incentives for the players if they win, and the incentive for first place is um, half a million.
1: Yeah, and that that's
0: yeah. pretty fun. You know,
1: that may, the, you know that half a million I means it's still it's a lot of money regardless of who you are or whatever, right? Well, <laughs> it's just it's it's some money. basketball in the regular season. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. It's like, <laughs> I under like it. There's a lot there. There's almost too much there
0: for yeah. these guys to
1: take seriously. But it's like it's a it's a combination of just like you know fans being interested, seeing like you know what I mean a shot to the system with like what they're playing on, the you know like jersey sales, like with like you know all the, the new jerseys. Okay, one thing I want to say about jerseys before I continue going on, there needs to be a new designer. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going around in the NBA and shit like that. Yo, jerseys. There has been no classic jerseys made in, like, years. Like, I haven't seen no jerseys that, like, yo, like, maybe, like, 10 years down the line, these are going to be throwbacks. I don't ever want to see half of these jerseys again. Like, even the Raptors jersey, I'll just stick to the Toronto shit. That it's like, yo, with the history that we have, with some of, like, we have one of the most, like, like one of the more iconic jerseys that I have yet to see, like, yo, even remixing that properly. Or even, like, going back to those purple and black backs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just little things like that. Like, I got to, like, you know, the Wizards are doing that shit with, like, the older jerseys. You see the Phoenix Suns bringing back some older jerseys. Like, th- things like that I fuck with because you can't, you know, you're never gonna go wrong with something that already went right.
0: Yeah. But these niggas keep trying a stupid shit. They're doing too much. And I don't know if they're I doing for. I, I I have no clue because I feel like half those jerseys that they push out, it's like, who asked for this to begin with?
1: That's what <laughs> I'm saying, man. No, like, one's,
0: no one's, no one's paying, for no who's who's o- paying for
1: that. Yeah, who's okaying some of these shits? Like with the Raptors, like I wish, like, look, I have no problem with the the home jersey right now is my favorite Raptor jersey. Hmm. Right? But like remember the, the 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 red and white jerseys we had uh during the finals or whatever? And then, those are mm-hmm. like our I don't know, I don't know if they're the statement jerseys or like one of the one of the alternates or whatever. But that jersey was what I thought we were going to go to for, like, our, like, you know, our default away jersey. And then we yeah. went with these weird fucking black, like, all black with the red arrow and shit like that. I'm like, yo, like, you were you got it right. The first time. Like, you got it right. Why would you go away from that? I was, like, to this day, I'm like, how have we not seen that jersey back? You know what i mean it's like things like that i'm just like i don't i don't know what we're doing when it comes to design and stuff like that like even like uh the new like i think i think those jerseys that they were showing are the jerseys we're going to be wearing for the um the the in-season tournament and shit like that but those mm-hmm. black ones man like we really need to get away from like the all black a lot of teams already do that shit like we have we have colorways that we could go back to that would fucking that be so fucking fire we did try. We did try a one-two with the purple and black. Um, I think a season or two ago. Um, I wasn't feeling it, but I respected the fact that they even tried. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like all right. Like you remember we had those colors at one point in time. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't know. Like this, they just they they missed this year when it comes to jerseys, like all over the league. Like I even heard yeah, people yeah. Like, actually, in some like the, like the the Cleveland had like this whole little presser for their jerseys unveiling and shit like that. Like and it got roasted like crazy. So it's like no, nobody around the NBA, like nobody around the NBA is like fucking with their shit. I even saw the Lakers jersey and it was like it was. I do not like it at all. I yeah, really don't
0: like
1: it. It's it, you know what I mean. Like nobody's winning with that shit. <laughs> like nobody, nobody around the league right now is winning with those like extra shits. But um, I don't know. Some some franchises like the Wizards and the Phoenix Suns got it right with like you know like bringing back some old classics and shit like that. Yeah, there's a part. There's yeah. A part. I I, I fucking I love that shit. Like I I like the the Wizards jersey is like nothing to write home about, but it's the fact that they're doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just yeah. wish the Raptors would do that shit too. But
0: um, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, Raptors got some next. Like the the jerseys now, it, the ones that they unveiled. Apparently, it's a new OVO one. so black and gold. Yeah, I saw that. Did not like it. Um, yeah, because I, 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 I it bothered, it bothered me.
1: I don't like the gold that they use. It's like piss. It's like piss. Uh, yellow. It's like the. It's it's. I don't know. It's like the same type of gold like you would see in your toilet bowl. Like I don't like that. Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you don't use gold, use gold, my nigga. Like holy shit. Like I just. I get it because it's like the OVO coloring and shit like that. Like I I don't. I don't know. Like the OVO jerseys used the bang. I'm not gonna lie, like the no, the arrow the that thing. we, got, yeah, like the arrow thing that we got for the home thing for our jerseys and shit like that came from one of the the old OVO jerseys that came out. Like that design was fired. Like I'm not gonna right. knock it and shit like that because like one of my favorite jerseys of, of you know the recent past or whatever is that red and white one from the the finals and shit like that. But I just I don't know I don't know what the fuck we're doing right now. But uh, mm-hmm. I forgot what point I was trying to make prior to the jersey conversation. But I think there. <laughs> I think it was something no to do with this. The in-season tournament. I I hope the players, for their sake, um, for the fans' sake, really do take this shit, like, serious enough where, like, we could tell, like, there's an elevated level of play. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not saying go break your, break your back over all of this shit or whatever. Like, the, the end, the, the, the real goal is a championship. But it's, like, this shouldn't be the time of the season where like you're taking all of these days off or this or that yada yada. Be on the floor. You're yeah. like the fans are here. Like you know what I mean. The fans are watching. The fans are in the stadium. Put on a show. That's what you're getting paid for. Put on a show. Like that's it. Yeah. Like and I'm and to their credit, they are like a lot of the stars are showing out this year, which I've been incredibly like impressed by. It's been doing me very well in fantasy. Obviously, there's been some injuries here and there and shit like that, but that is. That is incredibly reasonable. You know what I mean? Like, if people are out because of injuries or like this or that and they can't play, that's, you can't say nothing. It's when they can and they don't.
0: Mm.
1: You know what I mean? That's the only time it's a problem. So, I don't know. I've been, I've been pretty impressed. Um, You wanna, you wanna look at the standings? Cause I know there's something that you just wanted to talk on. Um, I'll do the standings real fast. Uh, for the East and the West. Um, in the East, uh, five and zero is Boston, the Boston Celtics. Uh, at two is the Philadelphia Sunday sixers with four and one. Atlanta Hawks are third with four and two. Fourth is the Orlando Magic with four and two. At fifth is the Milwaukee Bucks with three and two. The Brooklyn Nets are at six with three and three. Indiana Pacers three and three at seven. At eight, Charlotte Hornets two and three. <laughs> the Miami Heat. <laughs> Um, are at right, two and four. It just gets gets worse and worse. All right, so the New York Knicks are at two and four, and we haven't even talked about the, the Raptors. Are still eleven is Cleveland Cavaliers two and four. Detroit Pistons. Oh, we're below the Pistons with two and four at uh twelve. At thirteen is the Toronto Raptors with two and four. The Chicago Bulls are at two and five at fourteen, and at fifteen the Washington Wizards. What one, I honestly thought they would be, they would do better, but they're at one and four. I thought Jordan Poole getting the green light and, you know, Kyle Kuzma with the season he had last year that that would bring them some wins, but it's still very
0: early. Um, in the West, the Denver Nuggets, who did they lose to? Six and one. Damn, I don't know they
1: lost. Okay, six and one. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, five and one at two. The Dallas Mavericks at three, four and one. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans at four and two at f- fourth place. At fifth, the Los Angeles Clippers with three and two. I feel like I'm going to burp, but it just never comes. At six, the San Antonio Spurs at three and two, which is actually pretty impressive for them. Oh, Here it they came. All right, seven is the Minnesota Timberwolves at three and two. At eight, the Los Angeles Lakers at three and three. The Portland Trailblazers at nine at th- with three and three. Um. The Oklahoma City Thunder at 10 with 3-3. Three three. That should change once Scott comes back. Uh, at 11, the Houston Rockets with 2-3. Sacramento Kings, 2-3. That'll change. De'Aaron Fox has been injured uh, this week. Um, at 13, Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns.
0: <laughs> Everybody's early. in
1: there. No, it's still early, there. but I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to enjoy this. Um, at 13 uh-huh. with 2-4. and four, um, at fourteen,
0: the Utah Jazz with two and five, and oh, the Memphis Grizzlies at fifteen with zero and six. Any, you know,
1: as, as fitting as this
0: is, Ja, would you like to? Is there anything you have on? <laughs> I remember last year you were saying how they were doing good with uh, in the season without. Um, John Moran, like, they're actually playing better without him, like they can still. I, win I,
1: games? I never said better, I never
0: said better, I just said they're playing, they're, they're playing pretty well. But I said That's that it. about He's Damian still... Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers, they're playing better without him. Okay, well, you're saying they can play just as good, if anything. No, so... I said they're
1: playing pretty well without him. I don't, don't, John, Mor- I already know what John Moran is, I'm not gonna do that to him. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? I, I put respect on his name. Like, nah, like they were playing pretty well. They were keeping their heads of, like afloat. They were, I think, like, riding around the 500 or a little bit above it. Without him, I wasn't, like, you know what I mean? With a lot of games that he missed, they were still right there at the top. Like, you know what I mean? So, I wasn't prepared Yeah. Um, you
0: know, it's obviously going to be a bumpy ride without them having him in the beginning of the season to at least get those games so that when, like, Mid season comes when you're just supposed to get, or a little bit after All Star weekend, like you guys still have a good enough record to solidify your playoff standings. It it makes such a big difference now that he's like, now that they're playing just completely without him. And they made changes too with their team. Um, They no longer have Dylan Brooks, but they also picked up um, Marcus Smart
1: which I thought was going to
0: help them a lot defensively, even though they are a good defensive team. And they have two of the back-to-back defensive players of the years on their team. Um, I thought defensively would be a problem. But it's not defense that's, that's lacking, it's the offense. And right now they're like, literally solely relying on Jaren Jackson and Desmond Bean. And Desmond Bean's technically speaking the first on the team. So it's it's kind of you know missing their guard because I feel like every team in the NBA needs to have a good point guard. If you are like you know if you want to have a solid overall good team, you need that point guard that can score, but also a man that's gonna make plays. And right now they are missing that I'm like no tomorrow, and it's hurting me even as fans. It really it really really really. really is. this <laughs> <sighs> mm-hmm. uh, so happens oh, yeah. they could, huh? That's what
1: happens when you take him, dickhead. ESPN snaked the shit out of me. Like, I didn't even know he... Uh, it's, it's a different... It has nothing to do with this conversation, but I'm still, like... It still triggers <laughs> me to this
0: day. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that, that was one of my control. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, it... it yeah, no, we're seeing how much of a difference it is when you have our superstar players off the roster. Like, what it can actually do for the franchise. And it's kind of crazy to me because I I didn't think they'd be in last place. There's no way. I thought it'd be like Houston. Maybe even San Antonio, considering the fact that they have Victor. He's obviously been like a big help. But like that's just one guy. You know, and their team is known for being pretty pretty mid. Last last season they were really like fourteenth or fifteenth. Like they were close to the last. But um yeah no the team was a turn. The tables have turned, so it still is really early, but and I'm kind of intrigued and interested to see what's going to happen by the time like December hits, or even by the time January hits. I'm kind of intrigued to see what the is going to say because there's a lot of teams that have like like the it's like the whole entire standings flips. Like right? Dallas Mavericks last season was doing, they were like eighth were like ninth, like they weren't even in playoff contention. And now these gonna look like in force. So somebody of like they're
1: it's kinda how they excited. started. They actually started off pretty well last year. They just as a season Yeah but that's year, when they didn't they have a Kyrie
0: Pardon? That's when they didn't have Kyrie. They were playing decent. And then when they got him it just went downhill from there. I don't I don't think that it was already happening.
1: I think Kyrie getting there and then not they still have to figure that
0: out. It was just Timing was yeah. terrible. It was. They're doing okay, man. After this kind of downer, yeah. Like, yeah,
1: it's this is really early. Like right now, like respectively, like the Phoenix Suns are in the same place in the West as the Raptors are in the East, right? So it's like the the the, the standings right now don't really mean much. Like it's, yeah, but
0: it's there's this solely because of injuries though. Like Bradley Beal hasn't played a single game and then Devin Booker played, I think, I believe from what I see, it, like one or two games. And then like yeah, it's just been
1: Which is day my to point. Day. Like no, which is my point. Like a lot of teams, even like with the Philadelphia 76ers, the Clippers, like there's been a little bit of a change up. But you know, Philly's been handling the season well with L James and now with knowing that the what the team is gonna turn oh, we didn't even talk
0: about that yet.
1: But um we can we can get into that right after. Um, with like everything that's been happening with both teams now, there's a little bit of security. Like the, we can now start seeing certain teams actually come into their own. Um, it's like including like the like teams like the Sacramento Kings, the Phoenix Suns, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, we'll definitely see them like you know rise the ranks. Um, I think teams like Cleveland, the Raptors, um. Possibly even like teams like the Heat and shit. Because in the in the East, it's pretty solidified who is gonna guaranteed make the playoffs. It's gonna be the Boston Celtics, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Milwaukee Bucks. And then after that, after that, it's like who's gonna play harder? The talent discrepancy, oh, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. The talent discrepancy is not that far apart. You know what I mean? A lot of these guys can make a run for the, those last four spots. So it's it's just a matter of who's gonna get it done before the end of the season. What happens during the the playing the playing tournaments, all that good shit. But yeah, like I can't. I don't know. I don't want to like make any guarantees in the West because it's the the West is always the harder conference. Like. Like I would've, yeah. I would've told you last year. Like especially around this time, the maps are definitely making the playoff. Like you know what I mean. Like it's just it's so difficult because like, like some of these good teams just implode on itself. Like I, I I've never seen what happened to the maps last year happen in a long time to a team that with a star with a player like that. Like you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. like, and then they also had Kyrie like not figuring out in that way and falling all the way down to ten. Like it was. I don't even. I think they were further than that to be honest. But yeah, it was um. We'll
0: see. We'll see. But, yeah, all that rambling, just to get to this. <laughs> James Harden is now a, a clipper. Well, I feel like you're more invested in this than I would be. I, I was, though. Like, I, I literally had another vacation saying that when I was like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. Everybody's like dead sleep. And yeah, and once we caught a lot of people off guard. James Harden made a statement saying, um it's it's not a system. Like, I am a system. And he's he kinda of was regarding like talking making regards on um Philadelphia seventy sixers, saying how like they had him on a leash like a dog who's under manas as you're playing with Joel Mead. <laughs> yeah. like the second. You're like the second option, I'm like, uh I I felt like I felt the pain. I know what she's saying, but um I also seen like a clip of pretty sure like um oh my god, where did I see it? Like people are just making reference to James Harden's statement. And they're like, know like the thing about the old days is it's the old days. Oh, you're not the Houston Rock and James Harden, no one. But I still feel like he's a good beast in team that he goes to, you know? And last year in the playoffs when they were going up against Boston and Joel Embiid and wasn't there, uh, I think I was telling you, I'm like, Yo, I feel like he's going to have a game where he's going to play good. I mean, he had a game where he got 40 points in the playoffs. like It was like just water. Like everything came back to him. But I still think he's a good beast. A lot of people consider him a bum right now. But... I just feel like he didn't really want to play in Philly like that. That's I think
1: James Harden's game is not really based on athleticism. Right? So like there's not much that can really get away from him. Like it's just like when you watch him play it's like mostly like it's what him just uh ball dominating, driving through the paint, breaking down defenders, uh like taking the rudest threes you could possibly imagine in nigga's eyes like it's <laughs> Like, his game his game is purely skill. When it he is, was younger, yeah, is. of course, he's going to, like, you know, get up there and possibly, like, poster a man and shit like that. So maybe those days are done, but I don't even know how far removed yeah. he is really from that. Because, like, that's not a majority of where his points come from. They don't come from posters. They come from, like, you know, him it's stepping like back.
0: Mid-re- 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 you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, his game, I can't imagine it being gone. It's his role changed. And, like... It, even the team he was on there before, uh, like, on the Brooklyn Nets, he was still having those crazy numbers. Yeah. Like, when it was just him and KD or, like, you know what I mean? Like, because, like, him, KD, and Kyrie barely played together. Like, yeah. Like, in real and shit like that, right? So, it's like, like, the the games he was out there, he was still putting up the numbers that he was. Um, cl- Like, clearly not, like, the triple-double numbers from Houston, but it's, like, that that's hard to sustain for any fucking player. Like, asking a player to do that his entire career is a pain. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's the reason why he won the MVP yeah. that year, and he could have easily won it like three years, like you know what I mean, three different years prior. Like so, it's to say that about this guy, especially considering what his skill set is. Um, I think Philly did him a huge disservice. We talked about this in the off season, like um, the off right. season and shit like that. Like um, it seems like the reports that everybody was writing on were correct. Like from where the angle that he was coming from, he felt betrayed. He's he he spoke on that during the press conference. He alluded to that earlier in the, um, in the season when they had the presser for like um, you know, what I mean like the opening week or whatever, like when the NBA is back, blah blah blah. Um, so the I've heard some analysts like come around being like, you know, what I mean like uh, like you gotta understand where he's coming from. It's just like nobody was willing to understand where he was coming from until he said it out loud to the public. The reports were were. Clearly correct, and the optics weren't that hard to figure out. Like where he stood on, and like you know what was going on, blah blah. blah. He was right to call the man a liar because you know he Like I, this has happened to plenty of players where they lose all of money based on like you know situations. I I've seen this personally with like my favorite player with Dwayne Wade at the time when he was expected a contract from the Miami Heat. um Considering a lot of the money that he sacrificed for the moves that they had to make. To get a guy like LeBron James and Chris Bosch and a supporting cast to make LeBron happy and all these different things, Dwayne Wade had to sacrifice a lot. Even Chris Bosch probably had to sacrifice a lot too. But Dwayne Wade was the guy before any of them niggas came there. He already got yeah. him the championship prior, right? And we've yeah. seen this with management where they'll just, they'll, they'll ghost a nigga, they'll cold shoulder them and they're like, you know, they're forced to make a decision that nobody wants them to make,
0: which is leave. Oh.
1: Right? So it's, it's, I don't know, like some, some um general managers don't learn from the mistakes of others in the past and shit like that, but this was ugly. This was, um, and it shouldn't have played out this way, to be honest. It should have been handled during the, the off season and stuff like that. So it wouldn't have dragged yeah. on as long, but yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm happy for James Harden. I hope, I hope he, he has the season that he wants with the Clippers. I, you know what I mean? Cause like, when you lose a lot of money like that and it's not the first time in his career where he has to, he's had to do something like this or he's done something like this when it came to like him just sacrificing money for the betterment of the team. and I think that is lost on him. I am not a James Harden fan, but it's something that I've like, I paid attention to throughout his career. You know what I mean? Like he does want to win. He hasn't got to that place yet, but he does want to win, which is why like I respect him. Like, There's players in the NBA who haven't had championships, but, like, you know they've been trying their their, their entire career. He's been to the finals before. Like, you know what I mean with the Oklahoma City Thunder? Like, he knows what that looks like. He knows uh, how it feels to lose, all of those different things. So to get back there, especially at this point in his career, is probably, like, the highest of priorities. And he didn't see that with Philly, considering, like, they were even limiting what he can do for them. Like, players know themselves. They're not gonna lie to like they're not gonna like overhype themselves because they know what they have to put on the floor and they're not gonna do all of that. Players like even like a guy like LeBron James will sometimes, um, like um, undersell himself just so expectations aren't crazy high. Because they know they're aging, they they know where they're at in their careers and stuff like that. So when fans are just like, "Oh, like you're like when they have those criticisms, they're they don't." Attention. They haven't watched the game long enough. Some of these niggas haven't even been alive. Like some of these fans haven't been alive long enough to see when they even like how what they were when they were first in the NBA. Yeah. He's like 34, right? 34, 35.
0: Oh. He was not in the league in the, the his game early game. 20s. He's been in the league for a minute. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same old player I And mean, even though what you're saying with James Harden. He was saying how like for really um, I was like, you know, like I'll have to sacrifice my role and just play a part and help win, like, uh, help win games. So, I, like, it's, even if I have to sacrifice my role and, like, you know, not like it's, he's not playing with the Houston like, it's James Harden that everybody knows, I was like, as long as I can, like, you know, like help take this team somewhere. And uh, I know obviously he has to do that because Joel Embiid is the first option on a team. And he's an Wouldn't... MVP on the team. And you know? also it's not yeah, it's not it's not the same as that. The same as that team.
1: On a team like Philly, that wasn't a place where he could have had to they would have they would have been more um better off with him playing his game. Because that would have set up Joel Embiid better, like that would have did a lot better for them offensively. Like them having like a, a like um uh, unchained uh, James Harden would have, they, they would have been so much better off. But for whatever reason, the coach that they had prior, called, uh, Doc Rivers, who I'm, I've said in the past, maybe not on Jurassic Pod, but I'm on Unfucked, <laughs> the last time he won a championship was 2008, and he's had great teams since and done shit all. Oh. You know
0: what I mean? Like, no
1: knock at him, but like sometimes, sometimes it's like those things are just one-offs like the temp- no, like I think remember- his,
0: his teams were injury prone but some of, I'll
1: I'll give him one I thing think- no, I don't I don't like that I don't like that even with the Glob City Clippers I think they should have had a championship in like that one that that those rosters that they had especially towards the end of their little run they should have got a championship out of that with the right coaching that was maybe that's what was missing because they had the personnel and some of those players have went off to go to the finals and like do other things on different teams or whatever. So like it wasn't like the players weren't improving. Yeah, I just I I th- I think sometimes like who who's um ahead of the the one who's like behind the horses and feel like that. Like you know sometimes they they could be the ones really fucking everything up from letting these guys really run wild and free and feel like that. So I I I don't I don't I don't put a lot of um
0: blame on James Harden. I think this was just bad management. Hello. This was terrible management. And um you know he
1: he made a decision that could affect his reputation, which I respect because like at the end of the day like you're not gonna sit there in a bad situation just because you want to look good for everybody, this and that yada yada. Like go and do what you want to do for your career and win. And I'm never mad at it. Like I there's only the only time I get mad at it is the Damon like you know, when we talk about Damian Lillard and stuff like that. That's a that's a different that's a different scenario because of what he's preached his entire career, right? But this is not this is coming from a journeyman pretty much at this point in his career where he's been from the Houston Rockets to the to the to the Nets to the the Sixers, now to the Clippers, right? Um uh, so it's, it's, and he was on OKC prior to that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, early in his career, he got out of a, a situation where he wasn't going to get his money.
0: Oh. You know
1: what I mean? So, bad management. A lot of the times when you lose good players is because you didn't manage well. And that, that trickled down to them eventually losing everybody, like the, the Oklahoma City Thunder. So, like, he gets, and you know, like when he left Brooklyn, what else happened? Ky- Kyrie and Kevin Durant left. Like sometimes people, it takes a second to see. Like, um, like if people can't see the house burning from the inside, they'll see it when it eventually burns on the outside. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, it it just sometimes it takes a little bit of time to see when people are right about the decisions that they make and feel like that. But um, I think um, I don't want to hear the word sacrifice when it comes to his role with the Clippers. No, he started. This this is more of like he's starting. <laughs> yeah no it's not even just that it's like no like when people are like oh he sacrifices game is this and that there's only one basketball and there's four guys who can do something with it yeah you know what i mean so like you're gonna see games where like somebody's snapping or this that but ain't nobody falling off nobody is falling off on this roster it's just like if you want to win there's a certain way they're gonna have to figure out how to play and even like think of it this way like James, uh, not James Harden, uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in the same game can have like 35 and 27 respectively.
0: Yeah, easy.
1: And then there's going to be some times where they're out this and that yada yada. So we're going to see like we're going to see um, these guys really play at their fullest level sometimes when they're out this or that yada yada. And some people just might be, not have as many possessions as they deserve but when they get it, they're going to go off with it. This is something that James Harden wanted. He's going into a situation where he understands it's not just him. And what Philly's asking, what Philly asked of um, Jim Harden then, like, the Clippers are actually warranted of asking that of him, but mm-hmm. I don't think they will. I think they're really going to let him off his leash and let him do whatever the fuck he needs to do because everybody there yeah, wants it. to I don't think nobody gives a fuck about numbers. Russell Westbrook is doing what... Russell Westbrook, is like, in the same games, those guys can have those numbers. He can have 20 points, too. So we might ha- we might see these guys have, like, 90... Like, close to 100 points of the... Like, offensively, this team might be... Ter- like, it's going to be terrifying. What everybody <laughs> thinks the Phoenix Suns are is what
0: the Clippers okay, are. Sure, right. sure. Those are the two more dangerous offensive teams in the Western Conference, respectively.
1: You have a guy who has three scoring titles. You have one of the more efficient scorers in the NBA in Quiet Leonard. Paul George is one of the scariest two-way players in the NBA. And Russell Westbrook is a two-time triple-double holder for an entire season. Like, these guys are capable... Of so much offensively and defensively. It's not
0: even fucking close. Oh. Not I'm not shitting on the Suns because again, they do have KD and Booker.
1: But Bill is not not even any of those guys.
0: Any of he's, those he's not, he's not. He's like a he's like a tier two, maybe two tiers down from them. The Clippers are what the, everybody thinks the Phoenix Suns are. That's where I'm standing with that. Jesus Christ. Honestly, as much as I don't want to agree, uh, like, I get what you're saying. That, that seems scary. It actually is really scary. And I watched Wanderer play, like, I think one or two games. And I even – I think I was saying this before, too. Like, he was saying on his podcast how he's like, yo, I'm back on my bully ball. i like, what? And, like, he's talking like he's, he's coming to play ball like he was on Indiana Pacers, like the Indiana Pacers games. No, Paul George is a big body. You he know is, I mean, and he's probably one of
1: the more. He's like a guard the way he plays and shit like that. Like I watched, who were they facing? I think it was the Lakers. Did you watch that that matchup? That game was one of the best games I've seen in a very long time. Like I'm not, I'm a, I'm yeah. a fan of the Clippers and not really a fan of the Lakers. But how hard those two teams played, and it went to overtime, and like how it went to overtime, like Paul George is, like, sometimes I'm like, this guy could have been the best player in the league for you. Like, I just, that one injury really fucked him up. But he might have been on his way to being the best player in the league.
0: Yeah, you know. What,
1: I, what he's capable of even now is, like, terrifying. Like, I don't think he gets enough credit for he how does. good he is.
0: He should he be he with does.
1: those top guys and shit like that. But sometimes, like, I just never hear that shit. And I think it's because he doesn't have a ring, but I hope that changes for him soon.
0: I hope to God it does. Uh, he's one of the NBA players that I think that's deserving. Like, the least is for him to get. Him. I don't even care if he I, I don't like when people. When you know, not go the only ones
1: that deserving. I don't. None of these niggas deserve rings. You gotta go out and take that shit. You know what I mean? Because like, if that was the case, Allen Iverson should have a ring. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all these guys should have
0: it. But like, you gotta go out there and take that shit. Yeah, it's also the teams that you play in, the management, the culture, and like that might stop you from getting the rings. Like, his career well, has been.
1: Well, you know, I was about to make an example, but I'm like, that nigga's like 4-10 and ten in the finals. Like, hey, <laughs> like, he he
0: he him playing at Indiana, I like, you know you're going to be championship. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know you're not going to in championship. But that's where he got drafted, so that's not really in his But, <clears throat> like, he's a slime ball and, like, wanted to go play on a super team and did some Kevin Durant shit. He'd have been out of the ring. But, Now is him and James Harden and Westbrook's literal (laughs) best chance of their careers to get a championship. Technically,
1: like by definition,
0: this is a super team. No, it is. It is. It is. It is a super team. I'm saying this is their best. Like, but it's like it's a fresh super team. It's not like Paul George went to this team when all of them were there. He went there first, and then Kawhi, and then Russ, and then um, Harden. that's how
1: that's how it formed.
0: Yeah, him and Kawhi got there at the same time.
1: But yeah. Essentially, but, yeah. There's a double sided Kawhi wasn't going there unless they were going to trade for Paul George. Once they did that, he's like, all right, but I still hate that to this day. Like the, the running rumor around the NBA was that like uh we were we had a trade package. Like I think OKC was willing to trade uh Paul George and Russell Westbrook. The the, the Russell Westbrook that we all like, you know what I mean? That everybody was just like, yo, how come we? Like, he's not, like, he's not that guy anymore. Just not, well, that Russell Westbrook and Paul George were, um, I think, offered up to us. And the only thing, we, one of the players we had to give up would be Pascal Siakam.
0: Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> what the Clippers are now could have been the fucking Raptors, yo. I hate, I hate, I hate some of the decisions that Masai has made in the last couple of years, man. That championship got this nigga high as a motherfucker, bro. Like, like <laughs> holy shit, bro. Like, that's what, like, that, I've never seen, like, life give a nigga that, much, like, that high before. Like, I've never seen that shit. So, he was making decisions like we are going to get another one the next year or some shit. And that was not happening.
0: Unless With, he has some hidden plans or something that no one, absolutely no one knows about. He does not. <laughs> Most... <laughs>
1: I, I guarantee you he does not. I think his I best hope dec- so
0: I hope so. I'm gonna say ignorant and be like, yeah, you know what, you now. maybe he just he has he has something like plans. Like there there has, has be good good. On, so there has to be a reason.
1: His best decision since twenty nineteen has been drafting Scotty Barnes. Since then, we haven't seen the Messiah bold.
0: Um like yeah, there has be- to be there has to be so there has to be something. It's, if we had got Paul George, Jesus Christ. I not know. There has to be a reason. And, and I, Hossi, I, I don't want to. So I don't want to believe. I don't want to believe Pascal Siakam's the reason. I don't, Hossi, there has to be something else. The
1: season why he's still on the fucking <laughs> roster, and like, look what he's doing. Okay, you know what? Let me not do that. Let me not do that. I'm gonna show. So early in the season, show.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, let me. Like, uh, I, I think I was talking to someone about this literally the other day. Like, maybe like you know, like there's a reason for this, and like, obviously Raptors is kind of in like a situation where we have to like. Start rebuilding, and we have Dennis Roder on uh, like a vet contract recently. We have Scottie, we have OG, we have like a lot of young talent. We have Grady, we still have Gary Trent Jr., Pascal. It's like none of I'm that,
1: honest. none of that is Kawhi Leonard, Paul George,
0: and Russell Westbrook. It's not, it's not, it's not. You're 100% right, Thank but you. I'm hoping to die in the next like two or three years we start getting some crazy different. Like, we can get, like, a third round. Like, I'm not even asking for first, because I like, know it's not going to happen, but, like, I'm hoping we can at least get a third round pick, or like, a fourth round pick that ends up becoming a special talent Like, I hope that's his reason. Like, there's something that we don't know about that only misogynics. You know what? Like, yeah, I look like a really bad guy right now, or I look like an idiot. No no no. These... no, no, no. He looks like an idiot. He looks
1: like an idiot. He's been looking like an idiot for a very long time. We lost Fred VanVleet for nothing. All right, let's not let's not let's not let that be lost on us. Like I don't know if you thought this nigga was gonna re-sign us some shit, but we lost him for nothing when his value was so high, so yeah. high last season. I can't I can't imagine what the trade offers were for Fred VanVleet. I know they wouldn't be as high if it wasn't the season before, but I'm just saying that's when I said it should have been done. I don't <laughs> like I don't understand Pascal Siakam is still on the roster and it's like i'm not mad that he's here because yeah like last year he had a great season like he did a lot for us not that we made it to the playoffs or anything but his numbers were fine like you know what i mean it justified him being on the team it's still early in the season but if his value is still high he's given every indication that he wants to stay in toronto i do respect that i do like that but we've lost a lot for the sake of keeping this nigga on the team. We've lost a lot of opportunities, and it has not paid off. And I know people would be like, well, it hasn't paid off for the Clippers either. Yeah, but look at the position they're in right now. I would have dealt with those years because what difference would it have fucking made? Like, yo, I'm just saying. Like,
0: it's, I don't know. These are some outlandish decisions. That's why I'm trying to make myself believe, like, I get Maybe it. I get there's, it. There's some type of, <laughs> some type of. Like, I don't want to go crazy. So there Man. must be something. There must be something in the works that we don't know about. That is, like, you know, 2025 is our year. We're getting this draft pick, and we might be able to finesse and put some money together and get like a nice trade or offer up something. Like I, I hold that's the case. because we we've given up too much to have nothing right now. It's like
1: what. I don't know. I have so much complaints over the last few years with him when it comes to coaching and management. But I think even with Nick Nurse, the one thing that used to drive me crazy with him was that like, you know, like regardless of the seasons that we we're having, he would just never use bigs. So he used all these small
0: lineups. And the irony and the biggest fuck you of it all is that he's playing with an MVP center. Like he's coaching an MVP center now. And clearly <laughs> he knows how to do it. They're four and one. Ugh.
1: It just drives me fucking crazy, bro. Like I don't know what the. F- it's like we were. It's like we were just fucking sabotaging ourselves on purpose. It almost looks that way.
0: Yeah, yeah but it's. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to talk about basketball anymore. <laughs> anything? Is there anything you want to touch on? Anything we forgot? Uh, I don't think there's anything much that we forgot. Um, nah, family, if you want to call it so, because I, I can't do this. <laughs> uh, okay. all right, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Jurassic Pod. It's been real. It's your boy, John. It's your boy, Abby. Peace, easy. Oh, what could have been? Well, if we're going good the whole way through. Then, second, like, like the, the last topic we're talking about is Raptors. That's when you start getting triggered and uh-huh. angry. Usually, how it goes.